right, Action Fanatics. Welcome back. Excited to be here. This is all about the Big 12 and women's soccer. Breaking it. I mean, foot, college football, men's college football. Um, and week zero. We have four week, games. The Week zero is terrible. Uh, I've got the crew back together. So... If you had a chance to listen to the Big Ten podcast, um, man, I honestly think if it weren't for Ted telling me to stop talking, I could have gone two hours just on the Big Ten East. And uh, you all don't need that. So we're going to hammer the Big 12 here. Again, with me is none other than Ted Flint, Kansas. Uh, John Schaefer from WI, We Are Iowa. And Todd Brummelkamp from CR. And wait, is it WGYM or KGYM? KGYM. And it's K West of the Mississippi. Yep. Yes. Don't forget DraftKings. Y'all learn something again. Cloud Rose. Um, (laughs) Yes. Thank you. What's the name of the casino that sponsors us? Wild Rose Casino Resort Hotel and now Sportsbook. Thank you to uh, thank you to Wild Rose DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, oh, fine. I love the guys. They're awesome. They do fun things. If you're ever watching, whether it's Bat Rivers or DraftKings, we're doing contests. Ken Miller's usually winning it, um, which is a bunch of BS because it was a freaking hockey contest. And he, he's not Canadian, guys. I've known Ken since 94, too. It's not fair he's that he not Canadian contest when I'm on Twitter hiatus. Hiatuses. Well, quit going on hiatus, man. That's because you don't have internet in southeastern Iowa. (laughs) Every time you lose a hamster, the internet goes down down there. Uh, Either that or Fairfield stole it. Um, But no, it's uh, we're lucky. I mean, we're lucky in the state of Iowa. Believe me, there's plenty of other states that wish they had the ability to do what we're talking about. I can tell you that for sure. And we just got a great partner with three casinos across the state. Uh, hotels, they do boxing. I mean, Travis Dvorak had my my 12-year-old son and I up there, and he had the night of his life watching boxing, live boxing. It was awesome. Um, so anyway, thank you to those guys. Obviously, thank you to Cyclone Fanatic. Uh, Jared and Chris do such a bang-up job uh, in what they do and what they've done. I make fun of uh, um, Matt Peralt because he called it just a message board. Um, and I know Matt's on your station there, KGYM. Uh, Todd, he came through Iowa at one point, but uh, that really pissed me off because I think if you know the Cyclone Fanatic, and if you're from here, you know what they went through to get to where they are now, and it's a hell of a lot more than just a message board. So bite me, Pearl. Um, and we gamble better than you. Um, so let's get into the Big 12. Uh, I talked a little bit as we wrapped up the big 10, I talked a little bit about round robin betting, what that is. If you don't know what that is, I'm going to make it real simple. If you like five games of college football, what I like to do is do a two game round robin. So it'll make you bet 10 times. So say you want to put $5, you're going to have to end up laying 50 bucks, but it'll take all those games and round robin just like if you were in a basketball tournament, that's all it is. It's very simple. It's exactly how it sounds. You can get sucked into 10 games. The dogs are barking. You can get sucked into 10 games. Be careful because it eats up your wallet pretty quick. You don't want to do that. And you could do three-game parlays, four-game parlays, so on and so forth. So I'm still confused on how you win. 
Like explain this to me like I'm an idiot. Like I, I was a wrestler. I know what round Robin tournaments are. So if you have 10 games with five teams, how would I win one? If you do a two gamer. So what it's going to do is take your one team versus your two. There's a two team parlay. Your one team versus three. There's a two team parlay. One versus four, two team parlay. One versus five, two team parlay. So it's just how many points they score that day. No, it's just whatever you're doing. Are you doing point spread? Are you doing over unders? Whatever you're doing, it's going to round robin them. So if you do a two game parlay round robin, it's going to take every team you included in that and pair them up as many combinations as it can to get unique two team parlays. Okay. Does that make sense? No, but uh, we can go on. <laughs> Let's get Bradley here to do the math. What do you got, Todd? Just I'll, Google again, it. I was Ed. told there would be no I'm going, I'm going to. I thought it'd be easier to just look it up. <laughs> I, I'm Mr. Ma- I'm Mr. Mac and Bravo Camp's Mr. Math. I also don't need another way to lose money, so that's why I should just stay away from it. No, Chad, I'm going to talk into it. It is, it's awesome, but yes, it is hard. Um, to say if you get five, you kind of break even if you hit three. Okay, all right. Uh, so say, so say, I pick Iowa State to cover versus Iowa. And the other game is Northwestern to cover against Illinois. You're just betting a parlay that you just bet your own two teamers. So like, but if you take five games, let's say you take five games, right? Yes. You don't need all five to hit your parlay win. Okay. So you can take, you can bet twos. You can bet three. So, and so if the Iowa state game covers, it's going to get seen that didn't cover. I win. Yeah. No. no? Say that again. Sorry. You broke no. up on me. So it got to win them both. Going both. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you can't win a single out of a round. I got got now. You have have, have 10 matchups, and they match up the 10 matchups twice together. You need both those matchups to hit to win. You got it. I'm not betting that. You got it. You got it. It's it's like betting. It it is fun, man. It's like betting a – it's like betting a a shitload of parlays. Like if you have six teams, (laughs) seven teams that you like, you round robin, all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, a twenty five dollars times why I just bet a hundred bucks, but it just combos all those different two team parlays. And guess what? Even if one team screws you out of the seventeen parlay, you're still winning the other six. Okay. Boom, boom. You're making monies. You're making monies. All right. <laughs> so let's hit it. We're gonna we're gonna dive into the Big Twelve. Um, my take is this, uh, and, and then I'll throw it to. Uh, Ted and Todd, and then we'll let John really opine as our Iowa State expert here um, on the Cyclones. So uh, I said this last year. I said a lot. I said it on the radio. I said it on this podcast. I felt with what Iowa State had and being an Iowa State fan uh, for 30 years, over 30 years now, um, I felt that was their best chance to win a national championship last year. And it was because of COVID, right? Like at that point, Big Ten wasn't playing. Pac-12 wasn't playing. They had a really good team. Um, Oklahoma had a new quarterback. You know, they had a chance. And they kind of did everything that they should have done except beat Oklahoma. In the, I mean, they were one game away from getting into it. So I felt like that was their best year. Um, I don't – I still will stand on that. I mean, I think Iowa State has a, obviously a better team. They're older. Um, they're extremely deep at positions we've never been deep at. Um, they're getting a lot of pub. It's a, it's a, it's a stratosphere that we're not used to as Cyclones. 
I mean, we're used to the nut cup. Um, at this point, guys, I don't care. Like I don't, I've never worn a nut cup about the cyclones. Um, I do care. I guess that's not probably the best word. Like I don't mind whatever happens this season. I'm going to enjoy it after COVID. I'm going to enjoy it. It will suck if they suck. Don't get me wrong, but I'm still going to enjoy it. Uh, because I'm going to find a way to make money on the cyclones either way. If they if they really do fall into uh, fall into a trap and start looking terrible, great. I'm going to start fading them. Um, but we have a perspective here because we are able to see them every week. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I'm, I'm bullish on them. I don't think they're going to beat Oklahoma uh, in the regular season. Uh, my prediction is uh, Iowa State will beat Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship this year. Uh, they have the best team they've ever had. It doesn't mean I think they have a best chance to win a national championship still. Uh, I like the Cyclones a lot. I like this team. I like the personality. I like that their coach is acting like an Iowan. We all saw what Field of Dreams was for baseball, and I think people are seeing what our state is. We're hardworking MFers, and we don't give a crap. We're going to go and crush you if we can. I think this is that kind of team. So, um, yeah, I'm a homer. Uh, I root for the Hawks as much as I root for the Cyclones, except when they play each other. Um, but I think this is uh, this is Iowa State's year to win the Big 12 championship. And it may not even guarantee that we get into the playoffs. How about that? I, just, I think I there's going to be a lot of good teams. I just looked it up because I was curious. And it's now down to over under nine on draft yeah. games. Yep. I mean, it is negative 130. But if you're going to bet the over under Iowa State now, you want it at nine. Hundred percent now, hundred percent now. That nine point five scares me. I wouldn't want any part of that. But we'll break down. We'll break down their win loss. But I'm with you, Ted. I I mean, hundred percent now. Nine and a half. They lose to Iowa. You've lost. Um, But I, I, I'm sorry, man. I don't worry about Northern Iowa. I don't worry about Iowa. I don't worry about UNLV. I don't worry about Baylor. I don't worry about Kansas. Don't worry about Kansas State. I love having Oklahoma State at home. Quite frankly. Oklahoma State's like our um, um, Northwestern, in my opinion. Only game that scares me outside Oklahoma is at West Virginia. That's it. And you could ask me why. It's just, I don't know, man. That place is just, they scare me in basketball because they take forever and bump into my games. Um, but other than that, man, it's, you know, get past that. It's fine. Lose at Oklahoma. You got TCU at home, too. I know, Ty, or John, you're going to talk about that. I think, uh, Listen, you want to see some freaking magical, you do it this year. This is the team to do it, and they may not even make the – if they run the table, lose to Oklahoma, win the Big 12 championship, they're in. Uh, but usually they find a way to lose to a TCU, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, something like that. Tech, tech um, is also scary. Tech is between Texas and Oklahoma. At tech. Yeah, I'm not – It's at Tech. I don't so worry about – I know. I know. It's that sandwich game. It's that, it's that game before the game, right? It's that game before the game, no, game before game. Oklahoma. Yeah, game before Oklahoma, yeah, game, after, game after Texas. Yeah, yeah. That's it's a on, it's, it's on the no, road. I hear you. I just don't worry about it. I don't know. That's me. All right, Ted, what do you got? What are you thinking? Um, I mean, until someone beats Oklahoma, you got to bet Oklahoma. If I'm going to bet a dark horse for the Big 12, TCU at plus 1400s, real tasty. Like, I don't like TCU, but, like, uh, I mean, Texas is, like, plus 700. I'm not betting that. Oklahoma State thinks the next one. If you're not betting Iowa State or Oklahoma, I think TCU is, like, just, like, a smaller bet on them at plus 1,400. They, they have all the pieces. I mean, Patterson can't be crappy forever, right? 
I mean, Dungan's a their quarterback's a fourth year starter, right? Fourth year, third year. Max Durgan third year. So I mean Dugan, Duggar. I'm glad we get them at home, and I'm glad we get them at home on Black Friday. So I mean, that's that's I mean that that's the team that's been they've been laying in the weeds, like you said. They can't be that bad for that long. They've been yeah. like laying in the weeds. And that that's running a good back, call. that's a sophomore this year or a freshman, or whatever, you know, he's their best recruit they've ever gotten. And they didn't use him last year. First five star court recruit that Patterson's gotten at TCU's running back. So like, I'm glad I glad that game, that game, I get, I get my, my bull prediction is that game. It decides who goes to play Oklahoma in the big 12 championship TCU at Ames in November 26th. Why did they not use the running back? Did they say? I don't know. Cause he's uh. Patterson and he's like Kirk Ferentz. He doesn't use freshmen. I don't know. Yeah. They got was, quite oh, a few. I was not dig at Ferentz. I'm just saying just, he just doesn't yeah. do stuff. They got, they got quite a few guys that are on the second team, uh, all big 12 list. I'll tell you that out of the 22 starters, they have seven in Phil Steele's book. I mean, Oklahoma's going to be tough to beat if Rattler stays healthy this year. Like they're nasty. So I'm not a fan of Rattler. I'm sorry. I'm a Browns fan. I love me some Baker Mayfield, but I'm not a fan. Spencer Rattler improved drastically. By season's end. I mean, the Spencer Rattler we saw in Dallas, Texas last year versus who we saw in Ames, Iowa was yeah. night and day. I, I, I think the kid's a stud. I love it. Hold your horses, John. Todd, what do you got, man? What do you think in Cyclones' Big 12 chances? Well, I, I agree with Ted. Until somebody knocks off Oklahoma, I think you've got to go with Oklahoma, but I, I – I'm not betting against Iowa State this year. I think Matt Campbell's got a team that can make a run at it, and, and I'm looking forward to that Oklahoma-Iowa State game. Uh, outside of that, I as, as much respect as I have for the Big 12, that is a two-team conference in my opinion. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and one of the teams is Iowa State. I mean, Texas has a lot of, a lot of talent. But I just don't think turn around in year one to start, you know. Or can they? I hope not. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. Like, we're so quick to say, oh, Texas, you know, you left us at the altar with Oklahoma. Sark's new. You're not going to have. I don't know, man. Like, that 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 could be a story. That's what this, that's, that's college football right there, right? I mean. How many coaches have they been through with all this freaking talent? Yeah, you know. I'm once I'm once again, I'm glad that we I would say gets Texas at home in December. 100%. Yep. Yep. I mean, I don't mind the schedule. It's a little tricky at the end, but if Iowa we State need gets that past game at home. Iowa, they're going to start 6 and 0. If they pass Iowa. Coming into the Texas game? No, I think, West, think Virginia, they West Virginia is the seventh game of the season. Oh yeah, Texas. that's right. Yeah. Because Oklahoma State is homecoming. Yeah, that's beautiful it, there. I think it's they start Kansas, Kansas State, and Baylor. Yeah, yeah. I think. their their last half of the season is the top is tough. It's really tough. John, what are you thinking, man? You, you've been you've been up there. You've seen the team. Um, I mean, we're all kind of given the, you know, Ted and I at least for the fans' opinion. What do you got? Uh, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to bet against them. You look up and down the schedule and 
the only guaranteed loss, and I hate even saying guaranteed because Matt Campbell would probably rip my head off, but OU, you know they're going to lose one of those two matchups if they see him twice. Um, TCU, Black Friday scares me just for the fact it's a short week after Oklahoma, different type of game feel, day after Thanksgiving, et cetera. Not saying Matt Campbell doesn't get his guys ready the right way. No fight, students. He does. No, no students. students. Um, and you got to remember, too, this is an Iowa State team that benefited drastically from the double bye week last year. Remember, it was like the three-game pods. And Matt Campbell loved that setup or whatever it was, like four-game pods or whatever they had. But um, I think you're right. I think they navigate through week six, oh, six and all. Um, Iowa always scares me just because the history is there that says the Hawkeyes will beat them. Um, Oklahoma State is a dark horse for me along with TCU. I think those are two teams that very well could be playing in Dallas, Texas for that big 12 championship. Oklahoma state has, has a quarterback in, in Sanders that knows what he's doing. Um, and Gundy knows how to put a team together that can beat Iowa state. Look at last year, Brock Purdy's worst game of the season outside of Louisiana was Oklahoma state. Um, and then, you know, I, but again, it helps when you're playing the Cowboys, the Longhorns and the the Horn Frogs all at home. I think yep. home field advantage is such a key for Iowa State, especially when you know Jamie Pollard announced they have forty eight thousand plus. So you know, hitting that over of nine, take the nine right now. Go over nine. If it gets to nine and a half, a little shaky. I might skip <laughs> the over under there and and just play it week by week with them. Here's the only thing that. That's scary. I mean, I think, you know, John, you mentioned this as we were, as we were prepping, um, the middle of this conference is so much fun. Like where, how does that shake out? Uh, yeah. the only thing about TCU that would give me a pause is I, they're only, they're only returning, um, like 12 starters. Yeah. And that was from last year. So in, in an environment where, you know, you basically people can stay, right? It was like a free year. That's a little weird. Maybe they needed it, quite frankly. I don't know. Um, that's the only thing. But the scary thing is, if you look at that Iowa State game, if if, if TCU is good, if they're, they do what they're supposed to do, um, yeah, you got to hope they come in there with three losses. But, I mean, TCU comes in off of Kansas. I mean, they're playing at home against Kansas the week before. Iowa. Yeah, yeah. Talk about the biggest cupcake tune-up you need before Iowa State. I mean, you're going to get guys rested by the second half. Um, so, I, I mean, I think TCU could very well be a contender. West Virginia, 42-6 um, to six last year. I mean, I know yeah. it was in Ames and a weird year. I just don't think the Mountaineers make up enough ground to be um, – that team that might shock the world and beat Iowa state. But again, two through five in this conference going to be fascinating. I know it goes OU and a lot of people have Iowa state as that number two. I have Iowa state as that number two. Um, but then three, four, five, Texas, Oklahoma state and TCU, in my opinion, are all interchangeable. I know we're kind of sleeping on the red Raiders a little bit, but I just, again, they're still trying to figure some things out. The red Raiders love the aerial attack that doesn't work against Iowa state especially with the secondary, you returned 20 of 22 starters from a year ago. Um, so I just think Iowa state has every bit of the goods to hit that 10 win mark this year, be in the big 12 championship, 
maybe contend for the college football playoff. Rockford, he's already said he's planning on this being his last year at Iowa State. So keep that in mind. Now, wait a minute. You think that you think he's going to uphold that? Yeah, I do. I think really? you lose, you get Charlie Kohler going gone. You get Brees Hall, who is, if he stays healthy this year and has a season we expect him to have, he'll be in an NFL pick next year. Um, I just think all the signs point to the, the turnover. You know, you look at all the guys that Brock Purdy's tight with. Mike Rose will be gone next year. Uh, Charlie Kohler, like I mentioned, Chase Allen's gone. Um, so I think you're going to see a lot of pieces, a lot of turnover for this Iowa State team. And that's where we find out how this recruiting has really gone for Matt Campbell from there. But that's really far off in the future, getting way too deep divey, way off the betting track. Take Iowa State over the nine right now. I'm telling you right now, take it, run with it, because that's all you can do. And then TCU over seven and a half, take that and run as well. Interesting. So TCU seems to me – so if they come in, let's just say they're going to lose between Texas and Tech. They'll lose one of those games. Beat West Virginia, Kansas State, Baylor, and Kansas. Why, why are you saying they're losing to Texas? Patterson's like nine and two against Texas. I'm just saying. I think one of those games. Like I'm just hypothetically, dude, they play Duquesne. Um, what's this Pac-12? Some of these one team's playing along an island. I didn't know they had a team. But TCU is going to be Duquesne. West Virginia's <laughs> dude, Long Island. I'm just saying between Texas and Texas Tech, let's say they lose one of those games. That'll give them three losses coming into Iowa State. Iowa State, if they do Iowa State things, they could lose one of those games in the middle, and they'll have lost to Oklahoma, so they'll have two losses. If they lose to TCU, they're not going to the championship. I, I, I just can't see them losing home to TCU a team, if, it's, if it's on the line. I can't like, either. But that's how big that game's going to be. Like the back half of Iowa State schedule is brutal. Like, and that's just it. TCU's kind of front loaded. I mean, they start with four home games. Texas is their first conference game on, you know, October 2nd or whatever. Then they get OU a couple yeah. of weeks later. And then, but they round it out with K State, Baylor. Okie State is going to be maybe, a, is likely a highly contested game for them in Stillwater. Um, by the way, if you've never been to Stillwater, visit Stillwater, fun little town. Um, but then Kansas, Iowa State. So, I mean, it's the, the Kansas game is kind of what scares me about TCU, knowing that they might be a little bit fresh coming out of that. Yep. Yep. Todd, what are you looking at the Big 12, kind of these middle teams? Well, you know, they're all auditioning for the AAC, right? So they're, they're trying to put their best foot forward. <laughs> Who does Houston want? I would say for the Big Ten, let's get that campaign going. I I am so far out of my element in in talking about the Big Twelve. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really uncomfortable here. But take the I, Kansas under. I <laughs> yeah, I I agree with Ted. I think TCU is kind of an intriguing team there, and Gary Patterson is is one of those guys that you know you just know he knows how to coach and. He's got an Iowan on the roster, so uh, keep keep an eye on keep an eye on them. But like I said, uh, you get beyond Oklahoma and Iowa State. I it's year one in in Texas. I just the, Texas is always going to have that that talent. It's a matter of trying to put it together, and I think they're probably a, a year or two away from having to be concerned about them again. And I'm not a fan of Oklahoma State and, and Mike Gundy, so TCU. 
uh, probably, uh, you know, maybe the best of those middle teams and uh, West Virginia, uh, occasionally entertaining, but I wouldn't put too much stock into them this year. And, and the, re- you know, the, the bottom. Yeah. I'm with Ted though. I'll, what was the, it's one win for Kansas. Yeah. And they opened with South Dakota. They're going to start one win at plus one forty. Yeah, they may plus start one and zero. Oh. What did you, what'd you call? What did you call it on the on the Big Ten podcast? Twelve months of, of 12 joy or twelve months of sweat? Twelve weeks of sweat. Twelve weeks of sweat. Ted compares it to edging. Really quick on the betting side, though, with Texas, eight wins, guys. Do you see an over or under there? I see an under. They're going to lose to Louisiana just like Iowa State did. Uh, I don't, I don't know, think so, man. I don't, I don't think they're losing Louisiana. I really? want to. I mean, like, Louisiana's top 25. Iowa State doesn't lose to Louisiana. They have any, anybody in the stands at all. Like, anyone in the stands. It's at that Texas, was, right? Yeah, it's at Texas. Sorry, so first game. And, like, everyone's talking them up like they're going to lose to Louisiana. That's the worst part. Like, it's, yeah. you know, I – I, and if that that game like started off as like a thirteen point Texas favorite, I think it's on like seven now, seven and a half. half. It's getting too. I don't even want to bet it. Like, I love it. Give me Texas all day, baby. <laughs> I, I honestly, I just, nine wins I, is right. Nine wins is right where they're gonna land. They'll be nine and three. You think they're nine and three this year, huh? I yeah. don't want them nine and three because that means they're really close where the heck Iowa State's at. Yeah, I mean, so let's say they lose to TCU, OU, and Iowa State. I mean, they slip up anywhere else along the way there. That's yeah. that's tough. What if they beat TCU? And it's a first-year coach, so if they lose like one of those early games, they could just snowball. You know, I mean, Arkansas is coming for them, guys. Look out! Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not a gimme. It's at Arkansas, right? Or it's at a neutral field? Right? It's at Arkansas. Yeah. At Arkansas. Oh, is that one at? Uh, I, thought uh, that, I thought that was at Cowboy Stadium. No, it says at Arkansas. Yeah, it's, it's at, not. It's uh, I know State, what you're though. talking about. Yeah, it's not a Jerry World. It's at Arkansas. I don't know. Uh, I, if I'm going to bet them, I'm probably betting the under. Because I think that if worst the case, they push. Right. I mean, worst case, it's nine wins. You know. Right. I'm not I mean, touching well, over. Yeah. Well, I mean, at eight wins, then do you take over? Because that's what DraftKings has them at right now. Eight. Eight, eight wins. Eight wins. I just. I'm just going to say the away. unders minus one twenty five. I don't like. No, I like, go over. If I'm betting that, I'm going over because I'm at least, like Ted said, at least I'm going to push. Yeah. But why am I putting my money to? You know, I'm not going to bet it. But why would I put my my money to to the test for five months? Yeah. It? I'll tell you. I'm always I'm always I'm betting Kansas because it's going to be fun. Oh. Be fun. <laughs> I, don't, the, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't have to like keep track of what the number is. It's one. It's they one. <laughs> Kansas football hasn't been fun since Mangino was there. Gives me a reason to watch. Yes. <laughs> find, find the second win on the Kansas schedule. The second one, because the one means I push. I looked. I can't. I'm sorry. Wait, I tried. Wait, 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 at Coastal Carolina? Yeah, yeah, they're at Coastal. The Chanticleers, baby. Hey, they got, they got yeah. Duke week four. Hello. They're beating Duke. <laughs> no way. I got my money back. <laughs> it's basketball. <clears throat> is it what, what do they say about nebraska man when that stadium's full it's the third largest city in nebraska in kansas when their their football stadium is on a game day it's the second smallest town in kansas yeah i love <laughs> that's I love why going i love, the, I love going to kansas games i've been there twice and they didn't even ask for my ticket and they walk right in yeah 
Yeah, it's, I've been there twice myself, too, over the years. It's awesome. But There's nobody there. Didn't pat me down, oh, didn't ask for a ticket, walked straight in the door. <laughs> I like Texas, man. I mean, obviously, I think maybe John and I are on Iowa State. Sounds like Todd and, I are in, or Todd and uh, Ted are on Oklahoma. So, yeah, um, while we're talking about Kansas, um, this is what I wanted you to put on the Twitter feed, Todd. What would you really put $50 on? Kansas under or Alabama over? Alabama over 11 and a half. Or so they got to go undefeated. Yeah, or Kansas under one. Todd is a degenerate and proud of it. All right, let's see. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm taking Kansas under. <laughs> I think I am too. I don't think, I don't think Alabama goes 12 and 0 this year. No. no. I'm betting three future bets it's michigan state under it's kansas under it's iowa state over and look if you would have got those early you probably wouldn't have got the the numbers we have now either yeah but uh, alabama's plus is uh is is 11 and a half and they play at florida auburn's always tricky you know they have lsu obviously like and they have like a new quarterback they're putting in a lot of new a lot of new pieces in alabama i don't want to talk about sec i'm just saying I think 11 and a half is aggressive for like, yeah. I mean, you can't slip up at all. No. But back to the big 12. Like what is who's your, who's your dark horse, man? Cause everybody between Iowa state and Kansas is technically a dark horse. In I, my opinion, mine's, mine's TCU. Okay. I think it's, yeah. I, think it's I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Cause I don't want them to get anywhere near Iowa state. I don't, I don't think Oklahoma state can maybe Oklahoma state. I don't know. I don't, like Gundy, he's, like he's worn on me. But I guess. Spencer Sanders, Spencer Sanders is, is a legit quarterback. He's not going to lose you games. You know what I mean? I mean, he's how many yeah. returning starters they so have? Then, so then you just got a value, right? I mean, you look for what the yeah. best value. I mean, K State over five and a half. That, I mean, that's up there, you know, because yeah. they're going to go three and zero in non-con if they beat Stanford, which I guess is at eleven o'clock on opening day in Jerry world. Like who, who made that decision? There's going to be what? 20,000. We made 20,000 people there. If yeah. that, if that, like who wants to watch a Kansas state Stanford game in Texas? <laughs> like, like nobody. I mean, like who's, who's making, who's, who's buying tickets for that? I know a lot of like kids. I, I know a lot of Kansas state fans that are, that are irate that they moved. Like that was supposed to be at Manhattan this year. Yep. And like, how many like local businesses do they screw out screw out of money by moving that to Fort Worth? This yeah. doesn't make any sense. Does it... I'm taking the under in that game regardless. I don't care what the number is. Taking the under. It's probably like 31. It's gonna be a low number. I don't is even that know out. Is that out? out? I don't. I don't know if it's 31. I'm being. I'm being. I'm being ironic. I bet it's under 40. But uh... wait, which game am I looking for? Hold on. Which one? Uh, Kansas State, Kansas State versus uh, Stanford, and then we got Kansas. State, that's that's five and a half. I mean, what day is that one on? First, first Saturday of the season. Okay. So what it's do you think, fifty-two John? and a half. Oh yeah, hammering it, hammering it. Yeah, that's under of the year. Like, but the UI. But, so where are you guys at on Baylor? Baylor's five and a half. That's a tricky one, right? My, I think it's. That's that's right. I think that's right on. Baylor is Baylor's on that. Baylor's right there. I think Baylor and West Virginia are right there above Kansas. Yeah, I mean I go, go ahead now. 
No, you're good. Go ahead, Ted. I was going to say, like all the new coaches, I trust uh, Wells and whoever I can't think of that's at Baylor. Who is Baylor's coach's name? We should know this. Someone here should know this. Well, Chris knows it. He can chime in. No, I guess uh, Wells is at Tech. I trust Neil I trust, Brown. I, Wells is at Tech. I don't trust Wells. I don't think Tech's. I don't think he's going to do the Tech. I trust Brown and uh. Oh, it's Dave Aranda. Dave Aranda. Aranda at Baylor. I like those two a lot better than I like Wells at Tech. I don't have a problem against Wells at Tech. He's like a good guy, and I like his brother as an assistant coach. But like, I just feel like he's. He thinks from Utah State. It's fucking. Like he's, he's over his head a little bit. I trust Chris Kleiman over all those guys. Well, I do too. Yes. Yes. That's so, where Kansas State comes in. Five and a half. Same um, as Baylor. God, what is? Yeah, check Baylor. See if you've got that, Ted. They're both five and a half. Yep. Are they? One, two. They're going to lose that. Lose. Mike, three, Mike, four. Got with Baylor. Was taking Kansas over. State's going to win but six then, games. I got Kansas State at six. I, I, I'm opposite you today. I, uh, you know, my gut said under for K State and over for Baylor, and then looking over, ba- and I think part of that is because Baylor is going to go three and zero to start the year. Oh, and easy then I think, cough. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Texas State and Texas Southern, then you get Kansas. Like they're three and zero to start the year. They find a couple more wins somewhere in there, right? I no, mean, no, because they go Iowa State, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, maybe. But that because that's at home. Then you got BYU, TCU, Oklahoma at Kansas State, Texas Tech. Dude, they're think, under. They're gonna beat Tech. I don't trust yeah, Tech. I think they beat Tech, and I think they beat West Virginia. Then that's five. Does so, Baylor have like, the tents or not? <laughs> Dude, they but, were out early this year. Someone took a picture of them during practice. I'm sure I was here question those things 18 months ago. Like just. <laughs> Like and we're, I, we're bringing our own, and then BYU's not going to be good this year. No, they did lose a lot, but so it's still six. BYU. Yeah, Dude, those guys six. are thirty years old. But no, they have I mean, to go I, play in the heat. <laughs> I think I give. Them, have you seen those guys on their missions? Those warm They go to the oh, hot yeah. places and wear black pants, white shirts, black ties, and ride bikes <laughs> around. They're used yeah. to the heat. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they might get TCU. TCU, like we discussed, is is our dark horse. But I mean, Baylor's telling you no guys, means, it's Baylor's Texas. Not a dark horse. Baylor's. You can't Texas call is Texas the dark horse. You can't call Texas a dark horse. They're Texas. But everybody's well, just down on Texas. They they're the guys that did this. And the new coach. Exactly. I think it's Texas. I I, I think it's TCU or Oki State. I think those are the two teams to look out for behind Iowa State this year. Yeah, I'd lean, I'd lean, I'd lean to those two just because of their quarterbacks. But I just have a, I'm just, it's just a gut thing for me on Texas. Everybody, who's Texas, who's Texas got bad. a QB this year? I can't even like they graduated Ellinger uh, after 18 years of. Yeah, if my freaking glasses would work. I know they recruit out the wazoo, but we've, I mean, five-star culture versus five-star recruits. I mean. No, who is it? It's uh, uh, Casey Thompson. They have two guys are fighting for it, Thompson and Card. Yeah. <laughs> but Casey Thompson played a little last year. I liked him. He's good, man. He's a leader. Um, I have a feeling – 
it's they only have 15 starters coming back, which is not too bad. Um, I said only, but it's not too bad. Um, Louisiana, Arkansas, Rice, Texas Tech. And then they go TCU, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, which is a gut punch in October. Their October is going to tell the story. Let's put it that way. Because um, it goes TCU, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, at Baylor, at Iowa State. That's that's a tough run right in the middle. Yeah. So their, their middle of the season is going to tell a story. I just, uh, you know, Sark is on the redemption tour. Like you said, they've always – they've got the athletes. I think everybody's just, oh, Texas is Texas now, just – kind of forgetting about them. I think that's, that could be, yeah, but that here, could be, that's a dark horse. Aren't, aren't they going to get everybody's best shot there? They should not that they don't anyway, but Great with, point. The, with the way that the big 12, the, the whole situation with Texas went down. I mean, if you're anybody playing Texas, I mean, you're, you're trying to lay the wood to them this year, right? Yeah. Cause for, that's a really good point before they play Iowa state, I mean, Oklahoma doesn't care. They're going with them, right? Before they play Iowa State, Iowa State they're going to get Texas Tech, TCU, Oklahoma State, and Baylor. So you got all three Texas teams wanting to whoop on them because of that. And Oklahoma State is just over the border. That's a good point, Todd. I like my, it. My hot take is Texas does not finish in the top four of the Big 12. That's a good. Then you want to bet that under, man. No, but don't don't waste your money. I think it's I, I think it's Oklahoma, Iowa State. Uh, TCU, Oakley State, Texas. I'm going to just ride it. I'm just going to say they come out of nowhere. Um, Yeah, I just – whenever whenever someone's like, oh, that team, yeah, just mark it a win, man. Saying Texas comes out of nowhere is like saying you don't see the Titanic coming down the harbor. Like it's (laughs) it's Texas. Well, in today's culture, you wouldn't see Titanic coming down the harbor. Uh, I mean, but also that's a great point that Todd brought up with uh, the the realignment stuff. Think of how Gary Patterson feels right now. He's going to be out to make TCU just make statements left and right after they left the Mountain West for the Big 12. I mean, I know the Mountain West of Big 12 made sense, but at the same time, I mean – TCU, you feel like you kind of got crapped on in this whole thing. So why not go out and beat the big boys a little bit and, and show them what's up? So still like and Oklahoma at, State. Yeah. So I Oklahoma mean, State, they got it in for Oklahoma. I mean, both those teams, right? They're going to get they're going to get some red ass. Um, how long does that last in a football game? You know, half a quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, before talent takes over for an Oklahoma. Um. What's yeah, I, I mean, weird thing is, this ahead. conference is easy to pick. It's easy to pick top and bottom. That middle is just like popcorn. Yeah. It's too hard. I'm it's excited hard. to see the line for Oklahoma, Iowa State, though. Like, that line is going to be a fun one. Yeah, and there's going to be so much that's already been said. Right? I do, so I, I do like how, like, everyone's, like, crapping on Iowa State versus Oklahoma when – They've been within single digits every time they've played, yeah. right? My thinking yeah. is, I don't mind losing that game. I'm just going to put it as a loss. We 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 beat them in Dallas. You know that's that's where we want to shine. Um, and the team has been there and been to Fiesta Bowl, and it's everybody's coming back. So, yeah, I don't. Man, Iowa State's my pick. I just 
why not, man? Let's go. I wish Freaking I had that. Com- I, w- I wish I had that confidence, brother. <laughs> and if Iowa State doesn't beat Iowa Week Two, Hawkeye it's fans over. will never let Cyclone fans hear the end of it for eternity. Yep. Yep. You know that. There's what I said though about that game. Here's the greatest thing about where the Iowa Iowa game's positioned, coming out of what we came out of. And hear me through. Hear me out on this. Let me know what you guys say. Win or lose, I mean, win, obviously, big deal. But if we lose, we're going to Vegas. Like, so many people are going to Vegas for that game. You try getting the flights are like 800 bucks to get to Vegas. There's going to be so many people there that we will have a short amount of time to cry tears in the beers. And we're going to move on pretty quick because we got a team we're just going to whoop up uh, on and all the fans are going to go. Man, I don't know, man. If, if we lose to the Hawks this year, it's just going to be a pretty wide, wide wound. I don't I'm know. Just, you know I, I'm, I it doesn't it, – I don't think it's going to happen. I'm not scared of Iowa this year. But um, if Petrus comes into that game, I'm I'm, ex- I'm more excited. My, my biggest game I'm going to watch this year is Iowa-Indiana being an Iowa fan because I want to when see is, how what, what they, what time was that kickoff that day for what for Iowa, Indiana. I'm guessing I, that's an 11. I don't, think, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it is. I think it's two 30. I think it's two 30 kickoff. If I remember right. Hour before so, you and I, that's yeah. on ABC. I'm guessing then I'm watching that game. I want to see how Petrus Petrus looks. Uh, I, I'm just, I think he's the straw that stirs a drink this year. He's got to be able to play well and to make a difference. But, um, Ted thinks I'm high because of the UNLV game, but I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people are going down there, man. That's going to be an absolute blast. Um, and if we win, can you imagine what it's like if we win, what Vegas will be like, that's even, that's even worse. Just don't lose in Vegas. Oh God. No <laughs> way. But I mean, Iowa, Iowa state games at minus five. Do you touch that? Yeah, I'm all over Iowa State. I touched the under. I'm not – no, no. I love Iowa State. I'll take minus five all day, man. That number is a dumb number. It's a dead number. It's under six. It's under seven. If I bet bet that game, it's because I think Iowa State's going to win. So I think if Iowa State wins, it's by double digits. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Todd, if you had to bet it, would you bet it? We're talking Iowa-Iowa State? Yeah, would you take the points? Or would you wait? I see. I, I wait. I uh, I know we had this discussion during the Big Ten portion, but I'm I'm one of those guys that give me as much information as possible. Maybe there's an edge on on betting that, and it, you're buying lottery tickets when you bet on a, a college football team in August, three weeks before the season starts. The you're thing, either going to win. You're either going to win big, or you're running the risk of losing big. I. It's Iowa, Iowa State. I'm going to wait. I'm going to see who's healthy. And I want to see what those two teams look like in week one. So I'll wait. That's the thing. Like, I mean, Iowa State hasn't been fair in that game in 20 years. And I still think I, I, this is everyone in TGS makes fun of me for being like just this, this Debbie Downer when it comes to that game. I still see a way in which Iowa's like fair by one or some crap. Like, if Iowa State struggles versus you and I, and Iowa State, Iowa beats. Indiana by three scores. I can see like that line's shifting hard that final week. It won't. That's Iowa State was a four point favorite last two years ago, and the game started and they were underdog. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big mover, wasn't it? That was happen. It's going to happen again this year. Yeah. 
All the money. I, I think, I think when you look at the schedule that week, that's going to probably be one of the most wagered on games that week. And all the, money, all the money is going to be on Iowa, guaranteed. Not, oh, I, wouldn't, other, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go that far. I bet eighty percent of it is. The only other big game that week is Ohio State, Oregon. So. Yeah, yeah we already beat Oregon. We don't big deal. <laughs> like Texas. I think it was whatever. a service. I think it was a service oh, yeah. academy game that week too. Is that the under? That's our game. That's gonna the be I'm so that, happy. That, that, I'm so happy. That's game the action game. fanatics game of the day. <laughs> I've learned a lot. We're going to take so the prop over over rushing yards and the under. Yeah, <laughs> service academy unders they hit like at seventy six percent of the time. That's the it's my secret. I really, the I really, th- I really think minute. that Iowa State. Time, like, hold on, the last time that Ted threw that stat out, he said seventy seven percent. Now it's uh, down to seventy six. Last year, last year I think it hit, it hit it hit a little less and it was crap. But like, and they're low. You, you have to have a, a strong stomach. They're going to be. They're going to. They're going to start in like the 41, 42 number. 20, Army, 20 minutes from now, it's going to be 74%. Army versus Navy is going to hit like Rubble camp and numbers, dude. He's, he's redeeming told himself. You, told you he had that pin he hears him. Yeah, see, he marked you down. I love <laughs> it. I love it. I, I, I'll just say this. I'll, I'll wrap this whole Iowa State, Iowa line discussion up with this. Um. I don't think it matters. I think if anything, that line's going to go up. You want to get it at five. If you're an Iowa state better. Um, I believe that that thing could, uh, that thing will go up in my opinion before it goes down. Um, it's already gone up. I think it came out at four. So let's, let's end this, this week. I'm like, let's check out some week zero number. Was there four games on week zero right now? Yeah. So you have, I'll run them down for you. Um, so these are all August 28th. You have Nebraska minus seven at Illinois. You have uh, UConn getting 27 and a half at Fresno State. You have Hawaii getting 17 at UCLA. Oh and you God. have UTEP minus nine at New Mexico State. Those are all the 28th. Oh, there's five games. Is only four? Like we got four. Those are all off of DraftKings. So five if, games I were gonna, if I were going to bet Ted's money, oh Ted, one of these is a the over under is in the seventies. That's uh, a principal. That's a principal under for me. That's Hawaii. Hawaii UCLA. Uh, no, but I already I told you last couple days ago. I don't like betting Hawaii at all because Hawaii's defense is terrible and it always burns me. If I had a bet like without even looking, the line's not up there yet. I'm probably going to bet heavy on the Nebraska-Illinois first half under. Interesting. That's 55. That's come down a half point just since we've been taping pods. Yeah. <clears throat> if it I'm looking at the game. I thought it was 66. Is it 55? That was 66. No, 55, Nebraska-Illinois. <laughs> I liked it better than when it was in my head when it was 66. I'm big. Well, yeah, I'm big. taking that under. <laughs> I'm betting all the favorites. I bet all the favorites that first week, but I'm really big on Nebraska and UCLA. And Nebraska's having a lot of crap going on them right now, right? Frost is getting these accusations, not to mention all the stuff that's on like the message boards. That's not we're not getting into on this podcast. Ted Frost is fine. The parents wrote a letter. No, <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. But I mean, yeah, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. If I don't care, line, man. If I that know, line gets up to seven and a half, I might take Illinois. 
I want to see Bravo Bravo camp. You like Bielema. You've obviously known he's an Iowa dude. You you think he makes a big difference with Illinois right out of the gate, or you think it's going to, you talked a little bit earlier, maybe that's down the line. I, I do. You know, like I said, I would much rather face them in September or August than I would in November. He's a defensive minded guy. I think a, a defensive minded coach has a better chance at, turning things around or maybe getting a, getting a little buy-in earlier on than a guy who tries to build on the offensive side. I, I'm looking at that right now, a seven points at home for Illinois. He's going to want to try to make a statement in, in front of the 1,100 fans or however many people they have there. It's a, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Champagne for a game. It's just absolutely oh, it's miserable. Terrible. But I – you know what? They're either going to get embarrassed by Nebraska or they're going to hang around and, and make that game interesting. If it gets over seven, I'm taking it. But if I had to bet a single against the spread line on that day, I'm taking that 27, whatever. Fresno it State. Yeah, Fresno State. I'm taking it. UConn oh, yeah, UConn, UConn flying all the way across the country. Dude, UConn's UConn. terrible, Dad. Yeah, like, yeah, I know. I'm not taking UConn. I'm taking Fresno. Negative yeah. 27. Oh, good. All right. U- UConn's the worst football team in the country last year. Like they're yeah. awful. U- U- UMass, UConn, UNLV, Akron, and actually New Mexico State's really bad too. I'm not, I'm not much of an over better, but I might take that Hawaii UCLA over. Hawaii's offense is not what it used to be. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, their it's defense not... is terrible. Yeah. Like and and UCLA, UCLA has got a good team this year with, uh, if, if Dorian, um, what's his Dorian Roberts Johnson or GJR, if he's playing, you got to watch that because I've, I've heard, uh, he might be a little nicked up and he might not play that game. So that's kind of a question mark, but I like all the favorites. What are you yeah. looking at, John? I'm, uh, I'm going to look for an alt line with UTEP. I'm going to be honest. New Mexico state played two games last year. Um, uh, or, and they actually happened this year, like in, February, March. So I'm looking at like UTEP minus nine is fine with me at minus 115, but I might take an alt line, push that up to like a minus 12, minus 13, because I think that's probably a touchdown win for UTEP there. I, I know we probably don't know a ton about the, El, uh, the minors there in El Paso, but give me UTEP all day. Yeah, and that's going to be the late game. Yeah, U- UTEP. Uh... UTEP played all their games on the road, I think, last year. Most of them, um, they only played two home games, and they beat a really good Abilene Christian team, barely, and Stephen F. Austin, which is a really good team in that division-y stuff. But obviously, and Texas throttled them. I was right. Um, there are five games. We just can't see one. Southern oh, Utah it doesn't have a line. Yeah, Southern Utah is going to San Jose State. Every – Every San Jose State game, take the under. Blind bet it. Their defense is amazing. They play slow offense. I don't know. If, I don't they know had if, a really good quarterback last year. Is, is he back? I wonder if he's back. Is Southern Utah FCS maybe? Is that why the line's not there? Maybe? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we're yeah, not going to have a line. That's exactly it. So, that's dumb. Otherwise, <laughs> I, I actually do like the Illinois plus seven. Um, we came and watched a UTEP game. It's on flow – Sports flow football, Bailey's flow football. It's, it's all right. Indiana, Iowa's on Big Ten Network, so. Oh, no. We're going to run into all that crap. Huh? <laughs> no. It's at 9.30 p.m., but it's fine. So, 
All right. So I figure we're about an hour. Like, does anyone have like? Yeah, we're uh, good. We're good. We're does good. anyone have like any non-Big Twelve, Big Ten over unders that are like I saw these somewhere? I'm in, I'm in on it. Well, you just want the unders. Well, I mean, I'm taking the Alabama unders. I don't think. Uh, I don't think you, got, you, you guys want me to hit on the EPL for this weekend coming up? <laughs> well, it'll be two weeks from now. This will be the second touch. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> now listen, <laughs> this was, uh, we're getting goofy at the end of a long night. I thank you guys for doing this. Uh, Todd Bromble camp from, I'm going to say it wrong, but it's, it's KGYM up there in Cedar Rapids, K West of Mississippi. Nailed it. K West of the Mississippi folks. It's the one thing I learned through this podcast. Thanks, Todd. Great to meet you. Uh, finally, um, Todd's on Twitter. Look him up. Uh, what's your handle on Twitter, Todd? At Todd Bromelkamp. And he doesn't do math, and he says that on Twitter. Uh, John, as always, again, from the mean streets of Polk Boulevard here in Des Moines. Um, you know, I, I respect the hell out of John because you're still doing features and pieces and showing up at local games with your own equipment, and that's kick-ass, dude. I mean that. Um, with all sincerity, I mean, that is just freaking love it, dude. Um, you do great work and that's, it's awesome to have you. And I'm, I'm glad to have met you through all this podcasting. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Looking forward to the season. Doing Ted more this Flint. Yeah, we will. We will definitely do yeah, more. Check, uh, the, check out the tailgate society. Bunch of young TGS. Yeah. TGS at Ted, at Ted Flint, Kansas. Yeah. Uh, already posted our poll. So get to that. Um, we'll do an NFL pod too. I did a little thing on DraftKings. It cost you a dollar to get into a survivor pool. So I, I encourage people to check that out. Uh, final thank you to wild Rose casino resort hotel and the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, my favorite people on the planet because some of them are family. They're just awesome. We are blessed to have what we have here in the state of Iowa and then obviously the Cyclone Fanatic, uh, just all the great people there. Um, what Chris has built and the people that are with him are just solid gold, man. It's, you know, we're on a podcast network that had over 1.2 million downloads last year. So that's a, that's a great thing. Uh, post most of the stuff we post, there's a great forum board for sports betting. I'll be spending a lot of time on there this year during football. Cause kind of the off season between masters and, and football starting. So uh, we'll be doing a lot more pods, very consistent on Wednesday nights, but also even doing some video hits that we drop on Twitter between Ted and I uh, soccer pods. I've got one coming. Uh, hope you enjoyed the big 12, big 10 previews. Mac is coming next week. So thanks Todd. Thanks John. Thanks to Ted. Good luck, everybody. All right. Take care guys. <laughs>